You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Tree Park Store. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Voices. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Dan and Zara from Calendar Coffee. Say hello guys. Hello. So maybe a brief introduction about Calendar and yourself might be a good way to start. Yeah. Dan, do you want to start? Um, so we started Calendar a year ago, two in two weeks, right? Yeah, in two 7th weeks, of so May is our birthday. It'll be our first birthday, so... My um, birthday's 8th May. <gasps> yeah, yeah. That's my actual birthday, too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I wish we hadn't, well, the way it worked out, yeah. it couldn't be helped, but I kind of wish we could have separate birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we both met in London at Workshop Coffee. Um, I was roasting and Zara was the front of house manager at their kind of flagship cafe and I had a great time at workshop but you know London has a shelf life it's I don't know it's, it's not a place that we felt as though we could live forever so you know we kind of make the decision to we could we wanted to stay in coffee and carry on doing what we're doing but we wanted to move out of London, so it was either we were going to move to Cardiff, where I'm from, or Galway, where Zara's from, and yeah. Zara I'm won. Well, a big reason was that we felt like there was a lot more help in Ireland to kind of, you know, yeah. make things happen for a new business. Yeah. A lot of supports, and yeah, so yeah. we tapped into all of that. Yeah. And it kind of... But it's not it just that, help. it's like, Galway's, oh, yeah. Galway's amazing as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, when... I remember the first time you you brought me here, and we went to Nocton's, we went to Kai, and we did all this stuff. Yeah, and they were the and two. it was, I was just like, like get him. you know, she had that traditional like immediately falling in love with Galway. Kind yeah, of yeah, on. yeah. And it was just it was like, on my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't believe anyone was doing it. That no one was doing it already. So it seemed right. So yeah, so here we are. So far, so good. Mm. Um, was um, that the question? I, I, I think, yeah. Like, the question yeah, may I'm have like, been a little different, but no, it's okay. It's like, suddenly we just launched into yeah. our life story. I yeah, suppose yeah. really it was, for anyone who isn't aware of you guys yet, uh, yeah. or maybe the nature of what you do, could you explain how you're a little different? I mean, I heard you recently talk about the difference in your mindset between being a seasonal roaster versus a specialty roaster. Maybe it'd be yeah. a good place to explain that. Okay. Um, do you want to go on this? Or? Yeah. You go, yeah. Okay. Um, you roll in and I'll, I'll just <laughs> trap in. <laughs> so... Uh, I guess from my time at workshop, it kind of seemed to me that the most, like, one of, if not the most important factors that influence quality is is green coffee freshness. I, I just couldn't believe people weren't really talking about it more. There was a, there's there's a lot of roasters these days, and there's a lot of like specialty roasters. I don't really consider the coffee to be specialty coffee if it's kind of two years old. And mm. I think, you know, in general, everyone's getting, everyone's getting better at kind of roasting fresher coffee and, and all those things. And, and there's so many people doing a really great job, but we just wanted to really focus on the seasonal aspect and just try to keep our range as fresh as possible. Um, like just focus on buying the best ingredients we can and, you know, hopefully do a good job of the roasting then. But yeah, for me, it's the freshness of the raw product is the most important thing. And kind of that's what we're focused on. Which is funny because in all yeah. other food specialty areas, that would be like the very first thing you would start with. Exactly, you would think. Yeah. I think it kind of, it's still with coffee, you kind of got a long way to go in terms of that education. You know, when people kind of going back to the basics that coffee's a fruit and 
you know, it has a shelf life. So, yeah, it's just kind of focusing on that part of the story. And we find like people have been really receptive to it. And it's like, you know, once you start to kind of get into it and, you know, it makes a lot of sense. So um, from our side, it kind of makes the sourcing and the time kind of we have with each coffee a little more challenging because we're kind of trying to make each coffee last for three months. Mm. Um, you know, so we're constantly kind of looking towards what the, what's fresh, what's coming in. Um, so but, you're both working on what's currently happening while also planning ahead yeah, for the next. Yeah. And we're kind of, yeah, we're always kind of relying on kind of shipments being on time and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that's yeah. just the logistics, but it's, it's yeah, definitely it's, it's worth defi- it. It's definitely it's harder. Trickier, yeah. It's definitely harder work. I don't think I really appreciated this until we started the business. Um, because sometimes, like even now, we think it's like, wouldn't it be easier if we just bought just a lot, more. just just buy, <laughs> just buy a lot of one coffee and then just make it last for the whole year? And it's like, I and I get why people do that. It's it's yeah. easier, it's more profitable, it's all those things. But there's always going to be a point in the year when that coffee doesn't taste good, you know. Um, so. That's, or as good as it did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so. and that's the thing. We're just trying to have coffees in our range for long enough where, you know, they're at their best and they're at their peak of flavor. So, um, yeah, we don't want them to kind of drop off. We want to be on to the next harvest mm-hmm. by that time. And do you think the lack of people doing what you're doing in the industry is symptomatic of like an access issue, be it to getting product from the producers to you guys? Or is it just that? It's been so long being done the other way that it's it's yeah. kind of customary. Yeah, I, I don't think like I don't think we're unique. I don't think we're the we're, we're definitely not the only people doing this, and uh, I, we should make that clear. Um, there's there's loads of roasteries out there, you know, buying seasonally, um, all with fresh coffee in their range, doing a great job. But I guess we're kind of committed to doing it with all our coffees, you know. That's you know, your MO yeah. for the business, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess calling ourselves calendar, we've kind of put a neck out and this, this is what we've got to do. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, I, I guess what makes us different is we've kind of made a commitment to it, but we're not the only people doing it. I think that's, um, oh yeah, well, that's, I can understand that too, but yeah. I'd say within, well, I don't know about within Ireland, but I'd say in the west of Ireland, would you be the only ones doing it? It's not many of us out here west. They wouldn't, yeah, yeah like, a, yeah, like, wouldn't be sure. Not sticks and yeah. coffee roasters yeah. in the western yeah. 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 No, I think, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I guess we are kind of the only ones out here. But, um, but I guess what, back to your question, like, like Dan said, like, it, it makes more financial sense if you're looking at your business model to, to buy more, make it last. And, you know, so I understand why people, you know, go that route. It's, then again, it's, everyone has a different motivation for doing mm, what they do in business. Yeah. For some people, the issue of managing finance may be more important to them to do than to do what you're doing, which is what I assume you're doing because of your strong interest in good coffee. Yeah, and we also want yeah. people to, you know, have the experience of fresh seasonal coffee mm. and show, you know, that coffee can taste like this all the time, you know, mm. if you I, just kind of... Yeah, I guess like, I guess I really like the simplicity of it as well. You know, like coffee is quite like, there's so many variables and you, you can, you could really go down the rabbit hole with it and, you know, explore, you know, different roast curves, different brew methods. And there's, there's so many, there's, yeah, Yeah. there's there's so many 
people out there that love, well, there's so many things that can make coffee better or maybe edit this part. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm trying to say is, um, buy fresh coffee. Well, <laughs> That's no, I know. I, I just like, yeah, yeah I, I just like the simplicity yeah. of it because it's like, you know, if you start with good, fresh, green coffee, then the chances are the roasted coffee at the end, unless you did like it, as long as you don't completely screw it up, it's going to taste good. Yeah. And that's the simplicity I like, you know, I don't, I don't want to kind of buy like, I don't think you can like polish a turd, basically. I don't think you can buy like lesser quality mm. green coffee and make it taste better than it is. Like you're, you're only as good as the green coffee you start with. So. Um, but again, not too dissimilar to yeah. a lot of the food industry. Yeah. Where yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you don't have a good quality of ingredient to start, then it doesn't matter what you do to it. It's not going to hold up, you know? Yeah. And your own background in coffee then before workshop, had you a history in it or was that your initial kind of foray into it? I just like loved drinking filter coffee. That was my kind of introduction to coffee. I kind of bypassed the whole espresso kind of world. Okay. That's, and, it's yeah, an unusual it is, route. It is kind of an, I kind of fell in love with filter coffee and that for me, yeah, that was kind of when the whole world opened up in, in that sense for coffee for me. Yeah. But even that again, I suppose maybe for, I assume a lot of people who listen would be familiar, but especially in Ireland, people's connotations of filter coffee might be different than what we we're actually talking about. Would you take a moment to explain that? The difference between filter in our heads in Ireland, given the legacy that we've had here, would be more emblematic of the stuff you would have seen on bad TV shows in America where they walk into a diner, whereas what we're yeah. talking about here is a very different process, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's kind of, filter coffee's kind of done like a 360, a little bit like I think, I think... The, it's fair to say like the older generation associate filter coffee with like big diner kind of jugs just Hot really plates. yeah like really kind of darkly roasted kind of headache coffee I suppose I do love a free refill yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but like filter had a moment with like you know like V60 started happening and you know all the kind of hand pouring stuff but but now I think it's it's almost going back to like the batch brew stuff but really good this time you know like mm. you can have batch brew and it tastes amazing like we mm. we brew up batch brew every single day we we got like a little mock master probably the, the laziest roastery. coffee roasters would yeah, yeah. brew, but we just love <laughs> well, we do the batch brew here as an option too as well yeah. Yeah. primarily because whenever someone orders a filter i kind of want some myself too so yeah, i end up making exactly. a, a second batch for myself you know <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. And I didn't even think I answered that question either, Jeff. I'm terrible at asking <laughs> questions. That's okay. Um, but it's always interesting how people get into coffee and they always have a moment mm. of um, so before, know, a memorable yeah. moment. And for me, it was just, yeah, filter coffee. And it was kind of around London kind of, mm. you know, going out, because we lived near London and having access to kind of the specialty scene, I guess, mm. kind of 2010, 2011. There was so much kind of good coffee happening and, yeah, well, I, my you eyes. Know, I had no experience before workshop. I mean, I'd worked in cafes and, and things like that, but not, you know, not specialty level or anything like that. You know, we had... No, but I didn't either. I was just kind of no. drinking. No, I'd worked in, I worked in hospitality. <laughs> yeah, plenty yeah. of experience of drinking coffee. Yeah, that was well. my talent in that. No, I just liked eating out and going out. Yeah. So okay. you joined workshop, Dan, and then did they start to train you up as a roaster or how did that pan out? Well, basically, like, the, the, sto the story is kind of good. So I was, um, 
I was working in hospitality and um, I was actually working in um, a cocktail bar um, at, at the time and we got to go to like a trade show in London to find booze and stuff so we ended up just going and there get booze stuff, yeah, yeah 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 we we, ended, we went there and I, I think we kind of we drank quite a lot of rum and just just one of those trade those trade shows it was it was great fun and there was kind of one coffee um stall there and uh, volcano coffee works i don't know if you know them but i remember it anyway but th- there was just a guy there with um kind of like a, an espresso machine and he was very enthusiastic about it and kind of gave me a shot and gave me the whole story behind the coffee and I don't, I don't even like, know. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I like the coffee, but like it was just. I can remember yeah, just being very. Yeah. yeah, I can remember it being very acidic, just, just different, and I just loved the guy's passion. And I was like, you know, it's you know, this kind of it. yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, it's I like it anyway. And when I got home, I then started looking up what is coffee roasting and and there was a roastery um near cardiff actually called um peter james so i went to visit him and just loved the the kind of setup i think i just liked the fact that it wasn't customer facing actually you know i yeah i'd worked with customers since i was like 14 and i just kind of wanted so to a chance to still be involved yeah, yeah, yeah. in the industry but not have be front facing yeah i wanted to still be involved with hospitality but i i kind of wanted a more back of house kind of role so um and i just went on i think it was like coffee jobs or something and um workshop were hiring for production assistant and then i think it was three weeks later i was moved to london and just completely completely random really but um and you know i knew nothing i knew nothing about coffee and you know Maybe being yeah. a blank slate and without any prejudices yeah. might have been the good way to. Mm. I think so. Get yeah, to yeah. Because yeah, because most kind of roasters enter kind of from behind the bar. They've either worked as a barista or you know kind of had that kind yeah. of experience. So it's quite uh, your story is a bit more unique in that you yeah, yeah. they went straight in. Yeah, it's I, yeah, it's quite funny now when I think back at like how little I knew about like the industry in general. Like I can remember Tim Wendelbow coming into the the workshop cafe like in one of my fir- first couple of weeks or something, and um, no idea who yeah, he no was. Idea who he was. <laughs> no idea who he was, and like everyone else was like kind of had the shakes. Yeah, yeah, he was smashing glasses everywhere, <laughs> and, but not a clue. But, As you do, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's such an industry that moves so fast and changes so much. Yeah, and I would imagine based on where you are, it's quite different too. Because here in Ireland is is very different. I would say. Like having the desire to come back to Ireland as much as you like Nocturns and Kai. Once you arrived here, did you find it very different than London? I mean, obviously you had the family mm. connections there and whatever, mm. but well, your expectations yeah. for what would be here matched? I think it was just, it was like, it was different in so many ways because I think we had the space. We realized kind of London can be quite claustrophobic for even just kind of thinking and kind of doing your own thing. And suddenly we had the space kind of away from kind of the industry to kind of think for ourselves a little bit and you know you're I guess you're always influenced by other people but I think we have felt the benefit of kind of being a bit removed from it a little bit like you know we're kind of not even in the city so we're we're out kind of relatively in the middle of nowhere and you can kind of then focus and I've I've found that quite nice to yeah. be able to kind of find our own feet and 
you know, not kind of... It's a common theme, though, with any artist to speak to. Sometimes removing yourself from viewing what other people are mm. doing and focusing too much on it allows you to kind of find your own style or concentrate on your own work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. true. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely yeah. true. I, th- I think. Yeah, I haven't related it to that yet, but yeah. it makes sense because... I think there's less peer pressure for sure. Like, I think you can kind of do something and not like... And it, maybe not peer pressure, but like... I think you're less influenced by others. I, I mm. think, you know, I think if we were doing this in London, I think I would be more kind of, I'd probably be terrified at like what everyone else thought, you know, in the kind of within that space, the, the, within sphere, the circles like, yeah. that you, you're in and all that. And it's kind of like, but then it gives you a freedom because you don't have to bow to the pressures of that environment and do what's expected of you. You can do yeah, a good yeah. job that by your own standards. Yeah, and you can kind of define your own standards, I guess. Mm. You know, like, yeah, you start to kind of, yeah, you start to, we, that's what we found. We moved over and we kind of were like, okay, now let's do this. And yeah. you're kind of, yeah, you just have to really think for yourself. And because we, we come, coming from working in big teams where you've got lots of opinions and everyone's a great taster and you, you do rel- start to rely on everyone's kind of opinions when, when it comes to coffee tasting. And suddenly it was just the two of us and we were like, yes, we like it. Are we sure we do? And you kind of have to learn to then trust, you know, your own, your own opinions and your own, because you're not influenced by it. And I think that's... But but, yeah, but it's it's, it's a bad thing too, because like we can easily um, persuade each other that we're doing the best job ever. (laughs) And we can, we we can also go down like, you know... Oh yeah. Oh, there's the other extreme too, where we're like, everything is terrible. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of need... I do miss that, like more, more kind of opinions and like yeah, more bit of objectivity people there. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah that's I, I find the, the the QC side actually quite challenging when it's just the two of us. And my, especially my opinion, my judgment is kind of like a bit biased. Bias would be the word. I'm not because mm. I'm roasting the coffee. I've yeah. always got. I've already got like a pre. You're probably thinking of too many elements of it whereas yeah, the people yeah. who are just tasting the coffee probably aren't considering a lot of what you're thinking about mm. yeah that's why then we revert back to my mum and we just say yeah yeah what do you think say, yeah <laughs> yes or no yeah. and that's kind of yeah but I guess, know, good maybe after this goes out you'll have a, a slew of volunteers yeah. to taste yeah, the coffee well, no yeah, I guess no, it's I, great we love feedback and when people kind of yeah you know they'll message us and if they're getting on well with something or not or you yeah. know it's like it's great to kind of have that interaction with people yeah. Um, I think that the there is a, a small community here in Galway, but it seems quite supportive and quite good. I mean, I know I joined you guys for your first coffee club night in Little Lane yeah. Coffee in Town. Was that last week yeah. or the week before? Yeah, it was weeks, yeah. Great numbers, great turnout, but really good support as yeah. well within the community, I think. Mm. I think people here, I love that people are like open to it and mm. hungry and like, you know, mm. and people really will give it a try. And we've, um, yeah, we've been embraced and we feel very lucky that Mm. it's not easy to move somewhere and kind of we didn't really know anyone so we mm. kind of were like hey we've got some coffee and people were like great you know we you know yeah that we, initial getting your foot yeah. in the door how was that experience that must have been well we learned quite quickly that yeah I don't people don't want to be sold coffee so once we solved that in the yeah. first couple of days we we're like hey let's just like do our thing and um, I don't yeah, actually away really remember much of this year. It's yeah. gone like, yeah, it's, it's gone so This great. is classic, like, like first year in business and everything. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know how we did that. I just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I guess like we well, guess we had some early. We actually what we did do, I think, in hindsight, that we did quite well is we started to tell the story quite early on and kind of, yeah. you know, we tried to kind of show the process by what we we're doing and doing setting up the roastery and how we did it. And, yeah, that was. That and I think was people started to kind of follow the journey a bit, and yeah. so then when we did finally get the roaster in the door, which was another stressful day. Yeah, it barely fit. It was like, oh yeah. I'm getting flashbacks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when we eventually did, there was at least a couple of people who were like, oh, we'll try it. And yeah, yeah it kind of went from there. Yeah. I think Dan, um, like, Dan at um, uh, Coffee Work and Press was, you know, very supportive. Yeah. Day, and Dal- well, actually, Dalton was our, from Rift in, in Rift Limerick. Limerick. He's, yeah. he's been amazing, um, amazing support for us. And he was like the first person on the website when it launched. And he actually so it didn't actually work at first he was trying to order a bag and we were like having this funny messaging backwards and forwards I was like does it work yet he's like no <laughs> like can it work go through it won't so they were the yeah, didn't know each so other professional. didn't actually know each other no. <laughs> but that's okay but I, speak, I speak to Dalton on Instagram all the time I, know. I actually <laughs> met the man oh, he's incredible yeah. but um, but yeah like some early kind of commitments from people like him and they've really yeah, yeah kept, kept us going yeah, yeah. It was but now in hindsight, like we our biggest thing was just survive the first year. But like, really, we went into it, and we really only probably had a couple of months to make it work, you know. Yeah. And we could have very quickly mm. could have gone know, the other way. Sometimes you know? I it's think just, that that naivety, or oh, maybe yeah. that's not the right word, the lack of experience can actually help in some ways in the early days yeah. of business because you're not terrified by the fear of failure. You're too yeah. busy doing it to realize that, Christ, if I don't do this this week, yeah. we're not. Yeah. Totally. Uh, oh, totally, yeah. I don't, looking back now, I'm like, yeah, you can see it now because, yeah, yeah. you know, you're in it a bit more. But it gets to be it, part of the story too as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, gosh. Yeah. And I, we got, we got like, also... I think we got very fortunate with some of our coffees as well in in the first year. Like we were, we were yeah. just very. We started off with some like, like gems, really, really, yeah. really good coffees. Um, like the the March flower one um, yeah. we got from um, Brazil. Yeah. That was like a, a game changer for us, really, because you know that got us into caffeine and like things like that. So yeah, you had a few mentions in Caffeine Magazine. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember seeing you there two months in a row. I think it was. Yeah. Um, trying to remember. With core and then, yeah. 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 And then they sent yeah. us a letter to say, stop sending us coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it was, the, we were lucky with the coffees we found. Um, but that's the thing, like those coffees, there's just incredible coffees out there that exist and we want to buy them. And yeah. it's, you know, we want to share them with people and show people that, you know, coffee can taste like blood orange. Ooh. Yeah, that was Insani. Uh, I just always come back to Insani was one of our first coffees a Tanzanian and yeah it was unlike we it was unlike anything we'd tasted before mm. um but the tasting notes were blood orange and green tea and we were like well people think green tea is mm. not a nice tasting note mm. but it was an amazing coffee mm. and it was it went down well yeah, so. I remember having that actually did you find that that you know the education of people and especially maybe in the west where especially coffee isn't as prevalent as it is in say Dublin and Cork that there was a small bit of a barrier at first I know you don't have the end user experience yourselves. No, but, but we get people kind of coming the into the roastery, yeah. like, you know, mm. that's why we relate here because we have people stopping it. And we love it. Like, it's great. And people, it starts kind of with, from a bit of nosiness, like, what are you doing in there? And then, you know, I'll coffee and then we'll, they'll try a bag and, you know, we'll tell them what we're doing. And, and then they kind of get into it. And I think, so no, I think people are open to it. I think the bags being kind of fun and inviting in that sense has helped. 
Oh, and people want to fantastic. engage with yeah. them. I think they kind of pick it up and they say, oh, you know, what is it? And it starts a conversation. Yeah. I, I kind of... Yeah, the education thing's a bit like of, of, of a weird one because... But the thing is, I, I, I quite like when people come in and they know nothing about um, this this type of coffee and just make them a coffee and just kind of ask them if they like it, you know. And, you know, See I think, that's, experience I think that's the most important thing, you know, like it... it yeah, it I think actually, I think what you're trying to say is yeah. like, we're not really big on the education side, really. I think well, we just want people... I, I don't feel this need to kind of explain to people. I think... When we kind of explain the seasonal thing, people kind of get it and, and they taste it. And... Well, it makes perfect sense yeah. if you actually think about it for a moment, mm. you know. Yeah. Because, again, relating it back to the food analogy, there's a familiarity there for people. They can understand that concept pretty straightforward, yeah. I would imagine. Uh, you know? Kind of rather than maybe trying to explain maybe this, why it's specialty and what makes it specialty. And, like, I think that's kind of a harder job to explain those messages. But Yeah, it's a weird one because it, it's basically I, I like to... Um, there's there's all this information there if, if people want it want it but I I don't I don't believe this type of coffee should be can only be enjoyed by people who are into specialty coffee I guess that's what I'm trying to say it shouldn't um, be inaccessible and it shouldn't mm. scare people away yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah because everyone likes yeah. good coffee and yeah. you know that's you, the best thing about it is when we get people come in and they have a bag and then they kind of come back and now they're kind of you know people who it's funny they're like they've jumped from like Lavazza onto us and yeah. I'm like that's amazing yeah. you know they're... but I suppose there's a legacy thing here in Ireland as well we're, we're just used to in our heads thinking of coffee as a certain thing because that's all yeah. they've experienced throughout whatever amount of time you know mm. but I love that like yeah Irish people are they're great tasters and they're open to it and they're like mm. you know mm. sometimes we there is something about maybe maybe we're just I'm it too like we're all just hungry and we're like give us something <laughs> <laughs> oh god um, would you like to elaborate on it no I'm joking yeah our fav- my favourite customer actually is um, a-, a taxi driver who um, I think it was his stepson who first came into us yeah Brendan shout out yeah and uh, he he started having some coffee from, from his stepson and then he came in himself and it was kind of like he kind of ordered a bag and didn't quite really know what to make of make of it and the packaging and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, but he's been doing? coming back like almost every week, and we keep on giving him like kind of samples of like our test roasts and things like that. Yeah. And um, and he's a great taster. Like yeah. I'm, that's I've learned never to underestimate. People are much better tasters than you ever think. Yeah. Like you know, I think there's this thing with coffee that you need to like, you know, I don't know, be like you know. There's an assumption that to get the the flavors you're looking for, that you need to be experienced yeah, to practice. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. God. Oh, you could just finish all yeah. these things. But like, people are brilliant. Like, people, you know, they know. And with the last with the last tests we gave him, um, we I, we kind of said, "Oh, kind of let us know what you think," because at that time we were like kind of trying to decide on the the tasting notes we'd give to Caddy, and um, he came back a week later, and he said, "Oh, I tried your new coffee, very." He wasn't bitter at all, which is a plus. And then he kind of, we went into his pocket and brought out this kind of, this folded up note that he had of all the all the flavours he got from it. And it was like, wow. it was really, was bang on, yeah. it was amazing. I know. It was an amazing moment. Cause, um, but it's great yeah. that he's now gotten so into it as well. Yeah. He cares yeah. enough to do that. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Just shows you people have an uh, interest if, if they're exposed to stuff, you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just trying to make it, 
make more people exposed to it, really. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned Caddy there, I suppose we should mention the lady who does all your branding and design, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Caddy Lane. Yeah, she's great. Like, she's, um, I know her from Cardiff, and I've kind of known her through fe- friends for, for a long time, and we'd go to, like, festivals together and things like that, and she'd always be the person with, like, the most random She's the outfit. coolest chef. <laughs> the last festival we went to, she had a cowboy hat that she'd attach pom-poms to, all different colour pom-poms, and I was like, only you can get away with this. <laughs> she pulls it off. Yeah. She's amazing. So if you have the confidence <laughs> to do that, then you can yeah, pull it yeah. off. But she's so creative and, like, Very she's... Creative, yeah. Amazing, yeah. yeah. And she's um, she's actually a set design, um, so she does uh, well, set design for and costume and, and costume and stuff like that. Um, we just uh, on the we sent her a message and just said, "Would you fancy giving this a go?" And yeah. her brief was pretty much like, well, it was like the craft beer industry, like McKella, you know, just yeah. something playful um, to do with the tasting notes, and we we just wanted it every bag to be different pretty much every coffee to look different and you're definitely not going to run out of bags for her to be designing anyways on the basis of the seasonality yeah yeah yeah. yeah. no Um, it's it's worked really well and we kind of didn't realize at the time how yeah how well it would work out but she yeah yeah, like it started she'd never done anything digital which i think she's like just she's amazing she's embraced it and like she from the first kind of files that we got you know we knew that it was going to get there but like it was very basic stuff yeah. But her vision is amazing and she we could see that she's just got the Yeah. yeah, yeah she's yeah. got the creativity for it. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> cups in drag and like Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so armpit that, hair yeah. and yeah. I was like, I love it, but I think we'll just yeah, rein it one, in a tiny bit. <laughs> I think one of the <laughs> some of, one of the feedback we gave her was um can you make it look more appetizing? Yeah. <laughs> because it was just like I yeah. would I loved it. I would have yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to, we got it to a more palatable place. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. never say never. It might we might start to slowly. Yeah, maybe a one off for uh, yeah. some uh, hairy fruits. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Um, and what about plans for the future? What does that hold? Wow, Jeff, that's, um, that's if one. if you can say if you don't I, want to say that's okay. No, no, we we don't have any really. So I don't know. It's like we're we're kind of at a really cool place at the moment because we you know we're a year in. We're kind of taking over now we're paying our bills and you know we feel feel a bit more relaxed so yeah. we can sleep at, yeah we sleep now it's yeah um, <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but it but it's like you know where are we going to go next it's like it's, we discuss it daily yeah we're within, like, within coffee there's, yeah. there's so much yeah, there's so there's much so we could do um, we definitely want to focus on yeah like the environmental side yeah. of kind yeah. of coffee um, yeah, I know that's a, a big deal for you guys. I haven't spoken to you before. Yeah. The desire to move towards a low waste as possible pre-production, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the dream would be to have a, a fully carbon neutral operation. So that's, you know, the long term. So you like to set challenges goal. for yourself, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you know? that's the five year kind of goal. Um, yeah. But there's lots of small steps involved in that along the way. And I think we're really excited about how we can be better as a business and how we can you know do positive things that aren't just about coffee but you yeah. know how we do business and I think yeah. that's we're the bit that interests me yeah we're really inspired about. by like you know companies like Patagonia and things like that who you know are, are kind of made a commitment to yeah and kind of not using just business for yeah for good, for, for good thing, and, you know? I yeah. suppose once you keep within you know a certain size of business it 
being a smaller business does give you, it makes it harder because it's less you to do the work, but it gives you more control over what the nature of your business is, but mm. also the way you perform that business. Mm. And it's nice now because we're nimble and we can, you know, mm. we discuss things a lot, you know, but we can make decisions quickly then and act on them. And yeah, it's a nice position to be in now because, you know, we don't yeah. really, we do mull things over for a long time. Yeah. And if they yeah. stick, then it's like, oh yeah, it must be a good idea. <laughs> we'll kind of... And was it a lot a of long those time planning this in general? Like how long before you came to Ireland had you thought about doing this? Probably. So we moved in November 2017 and we started really kind of writing like the first drafts of the business plan were like January of that year. Is that right? Yeah, yeah January. Yeah. So, so it all went pretty quick. It was actually. probably that a year and a half quick, though you know? before yeah. we, yeah, a year and a yeah. half before properly opening and yeah. flies though. I do remember chatting to Stephen about how you came to visit him in Coffee Works first and that you're about to open in Barnet. It doesn't feel like that long ago in some ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were, um, yeah, that was the, was that the workshop? We and everyone did like a workshop cupping because we both obviously work workshop and, and Dan, we kind of got to know and yeah, we were kind of feeling it out at that point. I think that was April, 2017 and just kind of seeing more about what the coffee scene was like in Galway no. and, um, yeah. And then it all kind of, I think it all happened a lot quicker than we were expecting as well. We kind of, yeah. you know, it was one of those kind of now or never kind of decisions. It's like, and you're never really ready. You know, we actually moved over and we had none of the financing sources. We had a building, we had the little bit of savings that we had, you know, we'd had, a, we'd sold a lot of stuff. And again, it's that naivety thing where you're yeah. like, I, I definitely think that can actually mental. be of some benefit when you're starting yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. Not to a dangerous level. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, when I look back now, I'm like, then my dad says... I think, I think, I think when you decide to do something, though, it all happens very quick. I think it get yeah. into the point of like, okay, I'm going to do this. I think that's yeah, yeah. the Making that's a decision the time, is actually the hardest you know, part yeah. sometimes, yeah. But I was going to say, my dad said, the best thing he said to us was, don't wait for all your ducks to be in a row, because, like, they yeah. never will be. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of I think about that quite a lot. And Yeah, he's right. She's got to do it. Mm-hmm. Figure it out what she got. <laughs> yeah. Wing it. Okay. And from a little bit of housekeeping point of view, I know that I order online with you guys normally at the weekend and eat roast on a Tuesday and deliver during the week. But maybe a quick brief of for anyone who wants to get your coffee themselves, how they yeah. do that through your website, maybe whereabouts they can find you guys in Galway. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we got an online shop. Actually, um, we're thinking about doing a subscription um, subscription box kind of. at, at some point because sh- shipping yeah, anyway, yeah we're, we're, we're working on a few yeah. like there's yeah. a few things we need to solve first but yeah. we're kind of yeah working on that quietly yeah. so but in Galway we are in tree bug <laughs> um, you can get our bags at coffee work and press little lane and McCambridge's yeah and then people can also order online and collect at the roastery so um, so that's been nice and are you also yeah. in plus Oh, in the Palace. Yeah, they, they're serving. Yeah, they're serving. serving us. Yeah. yeah. But no no bags yeah, there. Yeah, we only retail in those yeah. places. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's like week to week, freshly roasted, order online, yeah. and be yeah. roasted the next, next day or day or two, basically. And you're great at ordering. You're like, <laughs> as in like the timing, you get that it's Tuesday. Yeah. Like, you know, it happens, you know. Well, in, in the nine years of running the restaurant, I forgot to order alcohol many a time and got badly burned by that mistake. And that's just putting a box in a truck. Alcohol, yeah. So I, I've just learned my lesson the hard way to make sure I put that order in. I have a little reminder on my phone every Sunday evening, order milk, order coffee. <laughs> that's good. I, yeah. 
Yeah. We need a few of those reminders for yeah. actually yeah. order coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, you guys are also, you've run the coffee club there recently in Little Lane. You might be doing more events coming up as well in the future. Yes, actually, we've confirmed the new, the next one. So the next date for it is the last Sunday in May, um, Sunday the 26th. And it's going to be um, in the afternoon at Coffee Work. So, yeah. okay. Um, and what are you going to do for that event? We're going to be doing it with Brewbox. Um, so, um, the, yeah, the subscription. Brew, yeah, so they, they, she um, started a new business and it's Irish Roasters, um, kind of a multi roaster subscription box. So, um, and we're featured in her this month's, no, yes, May, May's box. So, um, she's going to come and do like a home uh, brewing demonstration. Okay, great. Um, which would be nice. But we haven't actually, without kind of at the end, we haven't yet picked the topic. Um, that we're going to do, but it'll probably be to do with like home brewing. Yeah, yeah. You know. no, well, I'm yeah. sure there'll be information yeah. available closer to the time, yeah. anyways. Yeah. yeah. And anyone else, Goy based or Ireland based or in general, that you want to give a shout out to? I can edit out the pause. It's okay. <laughs> no, <I'm> like, <laughs> they can feel no, like they were we straight off the tip everything. of your tongues. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean we've just been we've been very lucky with the support we've we've gotten from yeah a couple of you know. Yeah. places and when well, you've been served internationally yeah. as well from what I've seen you've yeah. been shipped to lots of different countries yeah we actually love DHL I'd yeah. like to say they are a huge I'm massively in love with DHL yeah I was like if I don't like coffee anymore I'll get into logistics because <laughs> yeah. um yeah so we ship everywhere yeah. um I, yeah, I saw no. what you do is uh, I've seen on your Instagram it's a lovely little thing where when you're shipping to a new country for the first time you put a little handwritten note into whoever's actually ordered your coffee Sure, that was a lovely yeah. touch. No, I still do that to every single person. Actually, okay. I don't think anyone. And okay. if you have, apart from Jeff, <laughs> no, but like I see Jeff every week. He gets the face to face. Yeah, I get the face. I bet he wishes. Okay. I bet he wishes he got it was, uh, the coffee yeah. could just come with a yeah. note and minus R. But no, like I, I guess it's just because you. It's, we started it, and I was like, it makes sense to kind of want to connect with people, and oh, yeah, you know, we're so grateful that yeah. people want to. It like still feels it us, still though. feels weird that people order the coffee. Yeah. You know, like yeah. um the first the first time I saw someone drinking our coffee was in the Universal in yeah. um in, in town. Yeah. And it was actually in an espresso martini, yeah. I think. Was that Stevens yeah. work in there as well, wasn't it? I, was it the time I, he was there uh, or was he it just, maybe? I think he just left. Stephen might have yeah. Oh no, maybe he was. No, he was today, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we were just kinda because they were they were our first customer. So yeah. shout out to them. Yeah, shout out <laughs> yeah. to Universal for being our first customer. Yeah. But um, we, we were sat in there having a drink and then uh, heard the grinder go in. And it was like, oh my God. It's that's, happening. That's our coffee and it was the weirdest thing. Yeah. And, and it went in an espresso martini, you know, it was just, yeah. but it. We so, do get so excited. But it was like, great that you were there so to see it. Yeah. Great, you know, and just great. like sending coffee around the world is like, it's really exciting because yeah. we would never think, we ship quite a lot to places like Bahrain and I'm like, you know, the fact people know we, we're out there and yeah. you know, sometimes they pay more for the shipping than Thanks the actual the coffee. coffee. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's commitment. So then it makes you yeah. want to be better. Yeah. Or <laughs> get I guess it shows you that maybe it's like still within the community or the coffee interesting community that people may talk to each other and it doesn't matter where they are. If they want to have that experience, they're willing to pay to yeah. try something different or new, like, you know? Mm. Yeah, and that continues to blow my mind, I guess. Yeah, how far people will how far coffee can travel and how it's such an international mm. business, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we've been surprised by that side of it for us. We never thought mm, the international side would take off so quickly. Yeah, yeah I guess. Right. I think, you know, I think 
a large part of that is down to the packaging as well. Like, I think it's very, like... Distinctive. It's very distinctive, very kind of Instagrammable, and it's, yeah. like, you know, got a name out there quite quickly. Um, mm. So, you know, that... That's good, because yeah. I think it is in some way reflective of you guys as well. Yeah. You know? And sometimes you find that in a way that the energy that comes off something is very much inspired by the people who are behind it. So the fact that you found Katie or Caddy wasn't yeah. a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. I think some, maybe subliminally you knew that was a good match for what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. I think like definitely underestimated at the start. We were like, you know, how much it would help us. But, you know, from a business point of view and, you know, it makes kind of very little financial sense to... Yeah. You know, that seems to be spoke. your uh, other motto there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, we, we basically, yeah, we're like, what, how can we do to not make yeah, money? Yeah. Seasonal roasted coffee that makes no financial sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then we started yeah. to think of ourselves as a charity. And then once we kind of got our head around that, we're like, oh, it's fine. But I can see why people don't do it. But for us, it's, yeah, it's yeah. worth the investment because, yeah. Yeah. oh, and I love, like, I do just love looking at them. And yeah, they're great. They do make yeah. me smile when, when we're, I'm sticking bags and. I'm like, yeah, so it's, it's definitely worth it. But and we're, we're always surprised at what comes back as well. Yeah. Um, because uh, we basically just give her two words and she just comes back with something random. Yeah. Um, only, yeah, I think... There's so much we want to do, like, from that side, you know, with yeah. kind of artwork and mm. with merch and there's a whole world of possibilities yeah. of, of hairy fruits that one I think, day... I think the only I thing... Hope. I think the only thing we had to... The only one that got sent back that was we had to change was the Christmas one the Mother Mary and the, the Jesus oh, yeah, was, oh yes oh yeah we were like <laughs> so, oh yeah there was like a Mother Mary um, raspberry hold holding, a, holding a, a baby Jesus but the faces were a um, a plum raspberry and, a raspberry, a plum. And, was, and we were like mm. maybe Catholic Ireland maybe it's a uh, bit too yeah I, we, had yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. we had to rethink that one but um, so far like it's so far maybe next good. Christmas <laughs> now we put the warning up maybe next Christmas yeah um, just building expectations yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, we're actually yeah. plugging Christmas yeah. that's okay I can reschedule it for Christmas again yeah. I know no, I'm, I'm thinking we should roll with that next Christmas yeah. Yeah. just and do a nativity scene for the fruit yeah. there you go yeah. And uh, okay, so website, Instagram, all that crack. Go first. Um, so our Instagram is calendar.coffee, I think. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it is. Calendar.coffee. And um, our website's calendarcoffee.ie. Because yep. it was cheaper than the dot com. <laughs> but I'm really glad we went for the dot IE. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where you'll find us. And yeah, just send us a message or if you want to have a chat, you'll yeah. have a good yeah. chat. And I suppose just from my own point of view, I suppose I want to say thanks to you guys for joining me here, first of all, but also thanks for actually supplying us and the support you offered us from when we opened up first. It really was uh, a big help for us to get us off the ground as well. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, you're, you, you're, you're amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you're so good at podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I new got my guy phone Ross. voice down from uh, years of practice. You know? Yeah. I know. I love it. <laughs> You're basically Ireland's answer to Guy Ross. Yeah. <laughs> you just wanted to get that in before the end of the podcast. I want to be Guy Ross. Oh, in God. the whole car journey on the way down, you were pretending you were Guy Ross. Yeah, but you just have to get a feel for it. I would think it's like, yeah. Sorry, Jeff. That's thank okay, you, Jeff. guys. That's thank no you for having us. And thank you for everyone for buying our but, coffee yeah, and enjoying us. it and supporting yeah. us. And yeah, very grateful. Uh, okay, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. That is the end of today's episodes. I'll put some links in the show notes so you can get some good coffee for yourselves. And we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.
Thanks for listening to Creative Voices. This podcast is sponsored by Treebark Store and produced by P3B Photography. For more information, find us on Instagram, treebark.store or at P3B underscore photos. You can visit our website, treebarkstore.com or p3bphotography.com. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.